recording hello I'm still um, oh, sorry sorry i'm still i'm still in chat mode <laughs> go hello and welcome to the life laundry podcast i am Gemma. i am chippy i think what we should have done is just recorded the last 45 minutes of ranting that chippy and i have just done which has just been basically i actually feel better than i have done in days <laughs> So my top tip for today is, if you're feeling rubbish, phone your friend, have a rant. I just, for so five minutes, I was just sat here shoveling in the leftover Christmas roses. Like, <laughs> Can we all do a shout out for Gemma, please? He still has some chocolates. The, what is it? 17th, 18th? 19th. Still has chocolate left over from Christmas. <laughs> you're an inspiration. Yeah, they were the rubbish me. ones. They were the roses, golden barrels and a country. Oh, thing. I love those. Is the golden barrels not caramel? Yeah. Oh God, those are the, the ones I eat first. No. What's your favourite roses chocolate? This is where we've got to in podcasting terms, everyone. Um, the strawberry creams. Oh God, there's so much wrong with you. Where do we That's start? That's why we're the perfect match. We could share roses, and we would never have an argument about. We wouldn't. I like. I get confused. I don't really get roses or Quality Street, so I get confused between the two. But I do like the I like the caramel barrel. Where's Toffee's penny? Is the Toffee penny in there, or is it in? Oh no, that's in. Oh no, fillings. No, no. I've got too many fillings and crowns for a, for a, anything <laughs> anything remotely. I like, <laughs> I like I like all that. I like all the caramel and toffee ones, and everything else can can stay away. Oh yeah, so that that's where we're at. Um, <laughs> how are you guys? Also, we're, I mean, I feel like three kids seemed like a really good idea at the time. Yeah, I, saw that on you. I saw that on your Insta stories the other day and I was like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, I'm really overachieved. Yeah, like, I see my friends that have got like one child and I'm like. <laughs> I think one's quite difficult socially because you have to be their friend. I think too, if you, if you, if you went for two, and you stuck with two, I think you're the winner. Either that, or I'm imagining if you have about eight, it's probably no different. If you have about eight, you're just permanently in chaos anyway, I should imagine. That's what I think. I think if you have eight, you probably don't know when school's open or shut. You just... The cat The cat tried to kill me this morning. Did it? it, it I love the cat. It, it like winds in and out of my legs. Everyone oh, on the stairs. Yes, it's not. I think I'm like Milo, dude, pack it in. Is he secretly your cat? No, because no, because you know where I keep finding him in the toilet. Oh, what in it? So you know how you have the porcelain slope. Yeah. In the bowl. Yeah. That's on the slope. Yeah, link, drinking drink. the water. Oh, so what you know, I don't have cats, but I think the cat owners that listen to us, the laundrette cat owners, will agree with me when I say you need to get one of those water fountain things. What? Gemma's face now is literally like, all right, it's like Zoom's frozen. <laughs> She's just staring at me like, you can get these cat drinking water fountains. And my friend who always has Burmese cats, but I think it's all cats. They're not just if like they a bowl like of water. water. That's what he's got. No. 
Oh. No, they have. It's like a fountain where it trickles water, and then they go. That's why they go in the loo, oh. and they go and sit in the sink and play with the tap. They oh like the drinking water to be moving. Why? That's that's. I don't know because if you put the little fuckers in the bath, they'll hate it. Oh, I'm swearing again. <laughs> I think. Um, I think we should just resign ourselves to the fact that these are sweary. These are sweary. I know, but I feel like you're probably your Tom ones are not sweary. We'll listen to them. My Tom not my Tom ones aren't sweary. Oh, God, I bet they're all lovely and inspiring and emotional. And then we come over here to swear town. My, my nana, um, my mum's mum, was like never used to swear, and she always she used to run a news agents in Manchester. Dream really angry with the kids that used to come in after school and try and nick stuff she used to go in the back room and she wants to know she had this stock swear phrase yeah yeah okay let me try and remember it has to be said at speed but i will say it and not at speed okay so we know what it is piss bollocks assholes piss again because yoshi really like piss cock farts and she'd go right. piss bollock castles, piss cock farts <laughs> <laughs> she'd go into the back room of the news agent just get it all out in one go and just get it all out <laughs> i love that i'm totally here for that i my grandmother also didn't swear my mother my swearing is probably apart from my piercings my lack of ability to achieve anything and, and my general bad behaviour is, is one of my mum's least favourite things about me. But she, my grandmother didn't used, to, didn't used to swear. Anyway, my mother was learning to drive and this was back in the day where you didn't really have seatbelts in the back. Mm. And I don't think my mum, I think she was in Sweden. I don't think she should have been driving. Anyway, my grandfather was being very relaxed about teaching her to drive and took her on a motorway. And for some reason, she was going down the wrong side of the road. Anyway, she veered out of the way and the car sort of went across the central bit of the motorway, turned and, and she did a, a, an emergency stop. And my grandmother, who was sitting apparently quite complacently in the back seat, because there were no seatbelts, came flying off her seat and landed on the floor and shouted, shiting flame. <laughs> So now in my family, you can shout shiting flame. <laughs> my mum said it was awful, but really funny. And her, her father just got out, adjusted the car so it was going the right way and then made my mum carry on driving. Everyone <laughs> was like, oh. But yeah, shiting flame is the equivalent of... Is, to, laundress, send in your grandparental swears not we don't want regular swears we want it's like my dad never swore in front of us but I remember he once hit his head whilst trying to get something from under the seat in the car and went balls and then said I'm so sorry you had to hear that and I think I think I must have been about 13 at the time with a mouth like a sailor and a 20 day 20 bensons a day habit I was gonna say so sorry you had to hear that I found this thing it's called speak pipe right and people so can i just say before we started recording i asked Gemma if she'd listen to any desert island discs because i want to do Gemma's desert island discs and because she's never listened to it and she said i don't have enough time to go for a shit is what you said 
Gemma. And so it's work related. It's called Speak Pipe, right? Yeah, we're like you're like. Have you listened to this? Have you seen no, this? It's for podcasts, and you reminded me about it because when you said laundrette, send in your swears, and I think this would work really well. So basically, it's just a link. People just go to this website, they hit record, put in their email, and it comes straight to us, and we can embed it in the podcast. I want that. So I if okay. you, so what do you do? Go to so laundrettes. So assembly. what I'll do is I'll put a link in the podcast. I'll also put a link in the Facebook group. It's dead easy. You don't have to pay. You literally get ninety seconds, and you just send a message you don't have to leave your name or anything so let's just do random swears <laughs> this is amazing we, we, do, we want <laughs> i feel like i have the general usual swears covered so we want your unusual and that could swears. be a theme tune <laughs> i mean we're going from the occasional swear when i forget myself to it being completely just balls out swearing <laughs> Yeah, we haven't. Have we, got, have we actually got a topic this week? I said to Chippy we'd have to stop talking about lockdown. We're not talking about lockdown. Um, so we, I thought what we could talk about, because um, I am allergic to the word lockdown now. Next year, I'm going to ban the following words to my vocabulary. Bubbles, unprecedented, oh. and lockdown. Unprecedented. <laughs> 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 That's good. I like. I like. I wasn't expecting unprecedented. And also, if and if one more person can we ban new normal? Oh, and yes, and if anyone emails me ever again with the words, the starting, opening lines, I hope you are doing well in these strange times. I'm just going to immediately delete. (laughs) Delete. Sorry, no, I'm not doing well enough to read your email. I'm deleting your email after reading I hope you're doing well in these strange times should tell you that I'm not doing well in these strange times (laughs) (laughs) just not doing well maybe that's I'm gonna answer no in my next next time I get sent that I'm just gonna be like no I'm not yeah what would they do before we go any further I would like to respond to your opening line no I'm not doing well Um, yes but I thought it'd be nice because um I I'm a queen. A queen. I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> I'm a queen. Now you see why we call you Mariah. Because I am a queen of one type of routine. We very yeah. rarely talk about the queen of a certain other type of routine. Right. And that is you. Oh no, you forced my hand. And Chippy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she's got all shy she's got all coy now she's 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 brought her knees up to her chest um, i've gone fetal she's, yeah she's gone fetal um so we've often spoke about it in the you know in the past about how like i would not have been able to sit here and you know fed myself four cadbury's roses if it hadn't <gasps> For Chippy, I've forgotten. I always forget. You wouldn't because have been yeah, up until about it. three years ago, I had very problem skin, and I don't count myself as having problem skin anymore. Anymore, and I I can't work out if I was actually allergic to dairy or not, or if it was just I can't work out. But anyway, anyway, I could I can I can go on that for some time. Either way. And I don't believe in coincidences. Either way, next week you've got coincidences and why I believe in them. Muscle in. 
Um, yeah, my, my skin, it doesn't react if I can eat cheese and everything. So Chippy is the, the queen of skincare routines. And I think it's really important because I, the past couple of weeks I've been really naughty and because I've been tired, I've just gone to bed with my makeup on. Oh, Gemma Bray! Gemma, yeah, I mean, who's even here to see? I mean, oh, I'm, I wake I know up- I'm not gonna be able to sleep because of this. I wake up in the morning, is that like kiss? I've got my scars, <laughs> my scars down my cheeks. I look awful. I look awful. And then like, it takes about half an hour for my face to fall into place and my hair's growing out anyway. But even so, even in the odd day of sleeping with her makeup on, I seem to be faring rather well. So I wanted to ask you, Chippy, because I know everyone's self-care is kind of going out the window at the moment. And people are probably finding it hard to get hold of stuff like I used to like going into boots and just wandering around the face section I think also a lot of what I've been seeing is um a lot of there is a lot of talk of self-care and like now's the time that you can be looking after yourself and the only thing you can do is you know self-care and blah blah and I think then a lot of people I think I get a lot of people who are like well I'm not girly I'm not into girly stuff. And it's like, well, I never think of skincare as being girly mm. because my, my number one favourite thing to say is if you could take your heart out of your body, give it a spring clean and get all the fat off it and clean all the tubes out with one of those little brush things, mm. you would, right? Yeah. But you can do that with your skin's your largest organ and you have the opportunity to look after it and everyone's like oh it's really vain or I don't have the time or whatever but it's your biggest organ and although yes your heart is incredibly important and your brain's very important all your internal organs may seem more important your skin does so many amazing things that I get really obviously I'm quite ranty about it but like it's such an opportunity if you get the right skin routine it's not vanity. It's looking after a massively important thing that sort of keeps bad things out, holds everything in, has this amazing kind of life of its own. Um, and people not, I don't know. I think it, it puts a lot of people off. Like there's a thing my, my team circulated last night, like one of those things of like, how high maintenance are you? And it was like, yeah. owns more than 10 pairs of shoes, has a blah, blah, blah. And they were all like, oh, I'm two. And I was like, I'm 38. Like, I have over 10 pairs of shoes. I buy high-end skincare. I have a designer wallet because Joe bought me a Mulberry wallet when I was 24. I'm now 37. Got the same wallet. Yeah. Um, but according to that thing, I'm high maintenance. I thought, oh, God. Loads of people would feel like it's not cool to be high maintenance. And I don't think in a lot of ways I am high maintenance, but I'm happy to say, I, yeah, I've, I'll spend money on stuff if, if it works and if my skin needs it. And I think it's a massive, it's a massive, so when we first met and we were talking about your skin and you were like, I hate my skin. I can't eat dairy, I have an allergy to dairy. So what you were saying. And it made you feel really self-conscious. Yeah, it's horrible. And 
I get so I see so many people who feel so self-conscious about their skin and getting the right thing and sorting it out can completely transform how you feel about yourself and I love being able to help people do that um yeah it's a massive so when I worked um when Trini London first properly launched she did pop-up shops and I was a makeup artist for her her first pop-up shop in central London and it was so hot there's nothing to do with the story but it was just I just need everyone to know it was so hot it was the hottest I've ever been anyway and we were there and it was it was a really nice job because you just I didn't have to I just had to do people's faces which is my favorite thing people would make appointments they come and sit in your chair and you do their makeup and it's great that was lovely um and I just had woman after woman after woman after woman in my chair who hated their skin and and I uh, you know obviously I'm a makeup artist originally but I'm training fairly hardcore in skincare and so I'd be talking to these women and they'd all just be like oh well my skin's terrible and it's like well no sometimes you may have acne and you don't like you can just see your breakouts but the rest of your skin quite often people with acne the places that aren't having breakouts have beautiful skin most makeup artists will tell you that working on someone who has oily skin is lovely. Makeup looks great. Quite often they have fewer wrinkles. Their skin texture is better. It's just certain areas where there are problems. But it also, it's that thing of... I can't change people's faces, but I can give them the control to make them feel like they can look at the best version of themselves, if you see what I mean. And I think not I think skin is such a personal thing if you wake up every morning and that's what you see and I just remember literally one of the happiest things ever was when you was it last year or the year before when you were like I've just ordered some Stilton in my Ocado Christmas shop yeah and I was like yeah and you were like I'm I've ordered I'm gonna eat the cheese because you weren't on so how long did you not eat dairy for um about six or seven years and you would like properly go to restaurants get yeah so like so when yeah when um I had always had my bad skin started when I was 11 um and I um went all the way through till I was about 30 on and off different stuff you know creams antibiotics the pill it, it was always like yeah. it never fully went um, and then I got to about 30, I remember, and I read this article by Woody Harrelson, who said that he's he always, so hot. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but he had always had really bad acne, and then he gave up dairy, and within seven days, his acne had cleared up, and I was like, oh, well, what have I got to lose? Mm. And um, I cut out dairy, kind of the obvious dairy, like cheese, milk, and things, um, and it kind of cleared up a little bit. But then I really went hardcore and I kind of, I did become quite obsessive about it really. Um, and, and I, and I don't know, I don't, anyway, I was quite hardcore about it. 
<clears throat> and then and then I just a couple of Christmases ago because I knew I wasn't going to see anyone I just thought oh sod it because my skin mm. was in much better con- condition since using the right stuff and not just scrubbing it and stripping it and use, use it I yeah. never put moisturizer on my face yeah I think I, I've only I've only started I only started using moisturizer probably about two years ago because you told me to yeah it used to be really harsh foaming at the facial washes I used to wash my face three times with the water you could possibly find and then it used to just be red raw basically and then I wouldn't moisturize it (laughs) so this is but that but this is the ultimate classic thing that people do and I'm not a nutritionist I do do some in relation to skin but um they, they, there's a whole thing about adult adult bodies adult bodies don't have have the enzyme to break down dairy that we have when we're children yeah so there's lots of people who won't give their kids dairy at all um but actually i slightly disagree with that because i think there's many bonuses to it when they're little but then when you stop making the enzyme for a lot of people um it can really cause problems so definitely um some people are fine with it like joe has dairy and he's totally fine with it i was fine with it until i had my third child and then it just made me feel really sick so i can't help i don't have milk anymore and probably now if i had milk it would be fine but i've got used to having oat milk and yeah so as with loads of things with food I think it can be a case of it's fine for some people it's really not fine for some people some people have full-on allergies and some people you just almost have a build-up and um so it's like me with gluten if I eat too much I will feel terrible for months and so I have to kind of completely stop but I don't completely stop in that if I go to someone's house and they've made me pasta I will eat the pasta and it will make me feel very bloated afterwards um because I think I need to have a little bit in my diet. But anyway, so quite often, if you've got bad skin, people will over scrub it, mm. as you were saying. They will go for acne stuff, spot stuff, oily skin stuff, and they will double cleanse and they will avoid oils and they'll avoid moisturizers and their skin will overcompensate and create more oil it will cause so many more problems um so i always have this thing when when i'm talking to people about their skin and i always say you need to work out what your skin type is because most people i get a lot of people who say i've got normal skin but i get breakouts or i have normal skin but i have dry patches on my forehead and i'm like well then you don't have you don't have normal skin it's very rare to have normal skin um so you have to work out what your skin type is which is half the battle so if you have um oil obviously visible oil if you have breakouts if you have pussy spots if you have large pores if you have um often oily skin is more yellow often in tone um then you probably have oily skin if you have white hard lumps around your eyes which are called milia if you have tightness if you have dull looking skin if you have redness that's more dry skin combination skins can be any of the two but you're unlikely to have too much oil in your skin and too dry skin because that's not enough oil but um yeah 
basically don't overdo it. They've, they've got this whole thing now where they're learning it. Obviously, we've just found out about the gut microbiome. Everyone's Everyone knows about that. They're, they're now, um, there's loads of research going into the skin microbiome, which apparently is every bit as complex. And I think a lot of what happens is with these new fads for a, a billion step skin routine, <clears throat> people are actually damaging their skin's microbiome. So don't feel like you have to be adding loads of things. So when you're not being naughty and sleeping in your makeup, are you cleansing and moisturizing every day? Is that what you do? Yes. 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 And you, and you, do, you use your mask sometimes? Yes. Not as often as I did. Only because I but that's fine. <laughs> and then do you use any serums? Yes. I use um, niacinamide. Yes, and I, they, bought, yeah. I bought myself, and I've no idea if it's any good or not. Can't believe you buy stuff without asking me. It's like, it's like vitamin C, final. Vitamin C and ferulic acid? No. Final. I don't know what that is. Let me just check. Just hold on. I'm just going to Google it. Where did you buy it from? The Ordinary. Oh, Gemma. Oh, you see. Right. Let, let me explore the wonderful world okay. of products. I know, but then you'll mess your skin up again, and then we'll be back to square one. So <laughs> The Ordinary, in principle, is good, but they have a lot of stuff in their products that can make people break out. Oh, I haven't cool. tried the ordinaries vitamin C final 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 I'm googling it and then I'm going to look at the ingredients and then I'm going to be horrified the ordinary I'm just going to go and get it I'm sure it's ferulic acid the ordinary PYC N-O-G-E-N-O-L, 5%. And I'm going to sound proper. P, what is it? P? P-Y-C-N-O-G-N-O. Yeah. And it's an empty. It's an empty, guys. It's my empty. It's an empty. <laughs> oh, God. What have we started? Oh, Okay. I'm going to check. Yeah. Okay. We well, can, that's fine. It's a very funny orange color. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, what does it do? <laughs> Actually, I have no idea what it does. I mean, okay. So it says it's going to boost your elastin and collagen. Oh, I didn't get it for that. What did you get it for? It was vitamin C to make my skin look brighter. Oh, no. Okay. No. No, for that you want vitamin C and ferulic acid. So, <laughs> so the ordinary, I feel like I should say this. The ordinary do some stuff really well. They do some stuff less well. And so I feel like lots of people go and get the ordinary. So I'm gonna use their azelic acid as a good example of this because um, azelic acid is an absolute must for anyone with redness, sensitivity. Um, did you use it, you used it for a while? Um, yeah. gets rid of redness helps with breakouts it's it's an all-round wonder product um because it creates a healthy skin barrier but 
Um, the Ordinaries one is absolutely horrible and breaks people out. And so I feel like a lot of people go, well, I tried azelaic acid and it broke me out and it didn't do any good. And I'm always like, what? How can that be true? And then they'll be like, it was the Ordinaries. And it's like, well, their hyaluronic acid and their azelaic acid is going to break you out. Okay. It's not everyone, but a lot of people. Um, there's a brand called Garden of Wisdom, which you can buy on this really nice website called Victoria Health. Mm-hmm. And um, they do, yeah, they do lovely products that are similar to the ordinary. They are, it's the creation of a pharmacist uh, who's best buds with Trini for anyone who loves Trini. And um their products are really like, and this for me they're slightly better formulated, but it's the same kind of idea as the ordinary. They're not expensive either. It's like nine pound for a pot, and it lasts for ages. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. So I'm never, um, you don't have to spend loads um, on your skincare. It's all about finding your skin type and then getting the right things and working out what your skin likes and doesn't like and avoiding no one anyone listening who's got a micellar water could just quickly pause and go and put it in the bin have you got it do you put that on your face Gemma it's terrible it's literally like I've got a funny story about my micellar water is it I woke up in the night once I thought it was my water and I drank and I was sick I didn't actually Ugh. I didn't actually swallow it I sort of went like that and, I, and before I swallowed it I got to the toilet spat it all out and then for the rest of the day it's all I could taste well that's your own fault for having any <laughs> it really dries your skin out if if you need um an example like micellar water will get most things off a wall and if you like I always liken it to how do you tell how do you choose a nail varnish remover you choose your favorite nail varnish remover based on whether it gets a lot of nail varnish off quickly if you have a nail varnish remover that does lovely things for your nails but it takes you three hours to get your nail varnish off you're never going to buy it again micellar water is designed in the same way they want and it doesn't matter what it does to your skin if you use it and it gets your makeup off and you you look at your makeup pad and you're like oh look it's all clean Mm. Hmm. then you'll use it and it's like paint stripper for your face it What's is going to make you use i want to do it and i want to go like this that is a much better alternative so that is my brand which i'm not going to mention because it's network marketing and everyone have a little about it um but it's called make off spray and it's the bollocks so what it is is it's an alternative to micellar water so if you wear um, if you're someone who likes to double cleanse, for example, but you think that might be overstripping your skin, or you wear a lot of makeup, or you wear waterproof mascara, or I sometimes wear a very bright, long-wearing lipstick that's then a nightmare to get off, you spray it on, you count to 15, which is what Gemma's saying about the doing the hand thing, which you can't see because this isn't a video. Um, you count to 15, and then it literally just rubs off, but it doesn't rub all around your face. It just, like, disappears, and then you cleanse. So... It gets all your makeup off, so your cleanser's just working on your face. Um, So my top skincare tips are get a good cleanser. Don't use micellar water. Don't use wipes. Ah. Get a good cleanser that's going to suit your skin type. I really like. um, There's loads of brands I like. uh, There's loads of brands I don't like. I'm always happy to answer skincare questions from anyone 
I don't want to get into a brand bashing on on the Life Laundry podcast, but there are loads that I like. There are loads that I don't like. Avoid silicones if you can. They're not great for your skin. Um, and then you so you cleanse. You get your skin clean. Do it twice a day. Great. Then you're going to troubleshoot. You're going to target specific things. So like Gemma and I were talking about the azelaic acid. That's going to target sensitivity and redness and breakouts. But if you're then like, so Gem's saying she wants to make her skin look brighter, you'd then be like, right, now I'm going to use something that's going to brighten my skin. So it's like the filling in the sandwich, as it were. So you might use vitamin C to brighten your skin. You might use glycolic acids, great for skin brightening and, and acne scarring and blackheads. You might use, um, at night, you might use retinol, which is anti-aging. So you, that's when you target, after cleansing is when you target your, your problem. Hyaluronic acid, everyone should use hyaluronic acid, not the ordinaries. Um, look at that, look at that go. Uh, the Garden of Wisdom does a lovely one. SkinCeuticals does a lovely one. What does it do? Expensive. So hyaluronic acid is a bit of a wonder product because it, um, we make it naturally in our skin. It is basically your extracellular fluid about, uh, uh, it's the, it's the, what it, the, the skin cells have to make them all nice and plump and it carries lots of nutrients and stuff in obviously as we age we make less of it and so um it's really lovely to add something to your to your skincare that's got hyaluronic acid it's called in in moisturizing stuff it'll probably be i can't say it sodium hyaluronate i don't know why i can't say it but you can get hyaluronic acid serum um, this works, do a very nice one. SkinCeuticals do a very nice one. Garden of Wisdom do my favourite. And um, it holds up to a thousand times its weight in water. So it's really good for plumping your skin. So if you've ever put on a cleanser or a moisturiser and then your skin feels tight afterwards, that is a sign of dehydration. So if you have dry skin, your skin doesn't have enough oil in it. It's lacking in lipids. If you have oily skin, it has too many lipids. It's nothing to do with water. You can have dehydrated skin and have oily skin. You can have dehydrated skin and have dry skin. It's all about not having enough water. And it happens a lot at this time of year because we've got central heating on. That encourages what we call transepidermal water loss, which is obviously when the water comes gets drawn out of your skin because the heating's on and you're going from hot to cold because you're taking the dog a walk etc so if you put hyaluronic acid on the best way to do it is to cleanse your skin then while your skin is damp not wet um put on some hyaluronic acid and it will take water into the skin and it will plump it will hydrate you won't necessarily look 12 but your skin will feel a lot happier and uh, again going back to the heart reference if someone says to you, you know, I can't even remember what it is, flora is lower in cholesterol and better for your heart, you don't need to be like, well, I need to see it. I need to see it or I'm not going to do it. You're like, okay, that I'm trusting the science. So hyaluronic acid is definitely something that, although if your skin's really dehydrated, it might look, you're, like my wrinkles look a lot worse when my skin's dehydrated. And it's a reminder to me that I'm like, oh, dehydration. And it does help. But you may, for lots of people, you may not see the results, but your skin inside will be really thankful. And when you go through the menopause, um, lots of skins become a lot drier um, 
because your hormone drops. And so the testosterone hormone that causes oil drops. Um, so you can become much more dehydrated and your hyaluronic acid supplies and your collagen supplies drop massively. So hyaluronic acid is a lovely thing. And then um, a facial oil or moisturizer, depending on what you like, depending on what your skin's like, um, is the other bread to the skincare sandwich, basically. So I like facial oils. You use a moisturizer. Yeah. Um, an oil at night for an oily skin is a lovely thing. Don't be scared of oils. If you've got oily skin, they can be transformative. Everyone should wear a sunscreen every day. And it should be a physical sunscreen, not a chemical sunscreen. I'm going to um, ask you three quick fire questions. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. <sighs> Best product. Yeah. Thing for teenage, problem teenage skin. Sam Farmer. There's a brand called Sam Farmer. I think weirdly his website is samfarmer.co um it's really good brand developed by a dad who couldn't find any skincare for his pre-teens i think they were at the time and so literally did like a pharmaceutical degree and is now and he's really nice and he has his mobile phone number on his website if you have a problem you phone that number you will speak to him he is and his products are really nice they're properly formulated they are gentle they work Best food for skin. <laughs> I've just said I don't do nutrition. Uh, best food for skin. Okay, so I do have. So, antioxidant rich food, good for your insides, good for your outsides. Um, cherry tomatoes, red peppers um, are really good because they've got, I can't say it, reversatol. Oh, it's got those in. Yeah. Um, but it's got antioxidants in it. So antioxidants are really important for your skin because um, UV ray, UVA rays, which is the same all year round, they penetrate through clouds, blah, blah, blah. They can penetrate through glass. Um, they go deeper into the skin to do damage to the DNA and cause free radical damage. And so antioxidants help protect skin from free radical damage. So any foods that have um, antioxidants in them are good for your skin. Final one. Yeah. To squeeze or not to squeeze? Don't squeeze. Oh. I know it's really hard. And the last time I got a spot, I squeezed and it was there for bloody weeks. I squeezed, I then had a scab. It's much harder to cover a scab with a concealer than it is to cover a spot with concealer. It's true. Um, I mean, yeah, as much as I, I mean, if you're gonna squeeze, there are certain things you should do. Like you should get a cotton pad and get it under very hot water and press it on the spot before you do it. Uh, and that might even burst the spot, but it's gonna draw uh the lymph which is what the pus is to the surface more yeah is it yes right okay what's your positive for this week chips 
I've got, I've got, I've got a new. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, I've got a new. Um, I've got a brand new combine harvester. I'll give you the key. Acres and she's got fifty-three. Um, I've got a new supplier for my okay stationery shop. Right. I'm excited about it. I'm excited. Got a new supplier. Fucking hell. I wish. <laughs> Go back 20 years. A new supplier yeah. for your stationery shop. Yeah, and I'm excited about it, Gemma. That's my pro- positive of the week. Okay. I, they haven't arrived yet, so it could all be a bag of shite. But... <laughs> um, What's your positive? Oh, I know what my positive is. Okay. Okay. So months ago, me and Holly in my team designed planners for my team. So they've got um, months to view, years to view, blah, blah, blah. And at the back, it's got loads of skincare info and makeup info for so my whole team can have everything. And I put the order in on something like the 24th of November. So then we have Christmas. So they felt like they were taking forever but they've arrived everyone's got them I'm really excited they look great I'm pleased that's my positive my positive is I have just ordered a full adult size robot costume (laughs) (laughs) your costume cupboard must be getting quite is it getting quite full now I would hate anybody to find my costume cupboard and get the wrong end of the stick what that's what I feel like when sometimes I do filming in my bedroom, <laughs> and, then, and then my lovely cleaning lady comes and I've got lights set up and I'm like it's not like that anyway. Um, what's your favourite costume from your costume cupboard? It has to 100% be the blow up gingerbread man. Oh, well, although you get, you because it, your own motor. Yeah, but it gives you gives you a headache. <laughs> And on that note, we will just speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.